Okay, once again, we are going live today, like I promised, on Monday, March 20th, and it is almost 10 a.m. Just let me get set up here. Let me get set up here quickly, and uh, welcome to the live streams with Missionary Enterprise, and of course, these are being transformed into YouTube videos, and also... Also, they're being transformed into podcasts on Podbean. So we also welcome the, the viewers or the listeners, the listeners on uh, Podbean podcasting. Uh, of course, they, they listen to these uh, later on, of course, when we upload them on Podbean. So let me get this straightened out here. And uh, then we'll get started with this teaching today. It's going to be very good. So we're from uh, live from Ontario, Oshawa, Ontario. Oshawa, Ontario, Southern Ontario, not just Ontario, Southern Ontario, Canada. Durham Region, uh, Oshawa, Durham Region, Southern Ontario. Good morning, brothers. Uh, so we got some, uh, make sure you put your, um, make sure you put your nations of course, uh, Apostle David put his nation. So, Wycliffe, you got to put your nation. Uh, so, I got a little surprise here. So, from Canada, the nation of Canada, and the continent of North America. All right. So, we got some brothers there. All right. First of all, we got, uh, I'm going to do this more. I'm going to keep my flags out because I think it's uh, people that uh, connects more with people. So, we got Uganda. We got Uganda, Uganda, we got the flag of Uganda, that's good, but uh, listen, I didn't forget my brothers in uh, Kenya, my brothers in Kenya, I got a lot of contacts in Kenya, so here we go, Kenya, is it upside down, I don't think so, then we got Kenya, that's Kenya, the mighty nation of Kenya, Kenya, and uh, we also have um, Pakistan. We have a lot of viewers from Pakistan. Lots of viewers from Pakistan. Of course, we have others, India, Bangladesh. So I'm going to get all those flags. I may have some in my flags. I don't know what I got over there. We'll have to look at those. So let me put these aside. There, you, you know, I'll just put it around my neck like that. How's that? Hey, put the flags around me. All right. How's that? All right. Okay, so let's get started here. Enough uh, small talk. Well, it's good small talk. Uh, when we're talking about nations, uh, missionary work, all these different great things like that. The Great Commission. So this is live stream number 51. Number 51. Wow, we're up to 51 live streams. Pretty good in the last few months. And uh, the title again, once again, is Mankind is the Author Originator of His Own Death and Demise in Context with God's Sovereignty, Man's Free Will, Man's Free Moral Agency. But this is part two, part two, part two, part two, part two, and they may be part three, but part two for sure, I had no choice, because we talked. So I said here, we already established that according to God and His Word, which I don't have a Bible with me. <laughs> Mankind is dead, all right? Mankind is dead spiritually foremost, but because of this spiritual death, uh, this has spilled over and has affected every other area of man's life. Every other area. I don't care what area you're talking about. 
It has spilled over into that part of his life, meaning emotional death, physical death, etc. Before we move on uh, with this teaching, I need to add a few more references uh, regarding man being dead. All right, we're going to look at a few more references. We looked at a lot of references last time, uh, whether it was a week ago, whatever. We're going to look at a couple more here before we move on. All right, so Kenya, there you go. See, Kenya, Kenya. Where's my, is a, that's a Uganda. Oh, here's my Kenya. Kenya. I got your Kenyan flag. Kenya. Kenya. All right. Kenya. All right. All right. So let's look at, uh, let's start with Ephesians 2. Ephesians 2, uh, verse 1 to 3, regarding man being dead. All right, very powerful teaching. Hallelujah. All right. All right. And you, when you are dead by your trespasses and sins, in which at one time you walked habitually, you were following the course and fashion of this world, were under the sway of the tendency of this present age regarding since the fall of man, allowing, following the prince of the power of the air. Wow. You're obedient to and under the control of the demon spirit that still constantly works in the sons of disobedience. Imagine being a son of disobedience and instead of being a son of God. Scary stuff. Very scary. But we're all one, we're all at one time a son of disobedience. That's what Paul says right here. We're going to look at that. The careless, the rebellious, and the unbelieving who go against the purposes of God. All right? Very, very, very scary stuff. All right? Verse 3, among these as well as you once lived. Yeah, we've all been there. Nobody has been born, born again. All right? The moment you're born, you're born spiritually dead. I don't care. As a little baby, you're dead spiritually. But there's an age of accountability and there's up to a certain age that any baby that dies, abortion, all that, they go straight into heaven. But we're all dead spiritually. We're all born with a sin and death nature. Once living and conducted ourselves in the passions of our flesh, the old man, our behavior governed by our corrupt and sensual nature. That's it. That's sin and, the sin and death nature. Oh, I forgot to put the sin and death nature. Obey the impulses of the flesh of the old man. Every time you see the word flesh, it means the old man. And the thoughts of the mind are cravings dictated by our senses and our dark imaginings. We're then by nature children of God's wrath, children of wrath. So we've got children of disobedience, sons of disobedience, and children of wrath. Not good. And heirs of indignation like the rest of mankind. Okay? So when you look at mankind, fallen man, and you're going, uh, well remember you were part of that uh years ago, before you got born again. Maybe you didn't do everything that they did. You know, I did some pretty nasty stuff before I got born again. I mean I didn't kill anybody. I didn't rape any girls or anything like that, but I did some pretty nasty stuff. All right. Now, let's just leave it like that. So I wrote here in my note is verse 2 and 3 explains in great details exactly what it means to be dead in our trespasses and sins in verse 1. It explains. Paul goes into great detail. Paul's a great teacher. I love Paul. 
He's a great teacher. Which is rooted and founded upon the fall of man. All right? And which we got into great details in part one of this whole teaching. All right? So I'm not going to go back into that. The, te- the, 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 the video is still up there. The live stream is still on my Facebook. And it's also on my YouTube channel. All right? So anyhow, let's move on to here to Ephesians 2.12. Ephesians 2.12. Regarding man being dead. Remember that you were at that time separated, living apart from Christ, excluded from all part in him, utterly estranged and outlawed from the rights of Israel as a nation and strangers with no share in the sacred compacts of the messianic promise with no knowledge of or right in God's agreement, his covenants. And you had no hope, no promise. You were in the world without God. All right? You were in the world without God. When you're dead spiritually, you're without God. You are without God. All right? Until you're born again. All right? Until you come in union with the second Adam, you are not in union with God. All right? You're in the union with the God of this world. And very interesting here, for some of those who are interested in the Greek, this word with the two words without God, without God, literally, if you look it up in the Greek, it's the word atheos. Atheos. A theos. We get our word atheist. So a meanings without, and then theos is the Greek word for the word God. So without God. That's how they translated it, and it's a good translation. It's accurate. All right. I recently posted on Facebook, this is what I posted, because of the fall of mankind, man has become, became and has become a killer, a murderer, and so much more, of course, which originates back in Genesis 4, really. Well, it originates back in the fall, but really, we see the first time that mankind, a man, or man, human being, kills another human being. That's in Genesis 4, between two brothers, out of all things, well, there was no, there was nobody else at that time. <laughs> They're all in the family. Cain and Abel. All right. Cain and Abel. And we've been killing and murdering one another from that very day as if it's no big deal. You ever notice that? It's no big deal. Sin is no big deal anymore. Crime is no big deal. You know, we're surrounded by the effects of the fall of man, yet we go on as if everything is normal. Even a lot of Christians. They're not grieved. They're not grieved towards what they see around them, what they see in the world, what they hear. They're not grieved by that. You know, I'm going to say this right now, that every local church, every local church, Bible schools, ministries, they should have a time that they set apart every day, and I do mean every day, for intercession. For intercession, all right? Because that's what we're going to plan on doing when we get our Bible school. We're going to be interceding a lot. The Lord gave me a word years ago. Intercession will be the driving force of missionary enterprise, all right? Once you understand intercession, it's powerful if you do it right, all right? So I don't got time to get into that, but maybe I do a teaching on that. So a really good article regarding um, the sins of the world, all that stuff, the crime and all that. A really good article I found yesterday. I'm not going to read it, but I'm going to share it. It's by Wikipedia, and it's called Crimes Against Humanity. There's all kinds of stuff in there. 
You know, and all that did not exist before the fall. It did not exist and it is not God's will. And people say, well, why does God allow all this stuff to go on? Well, let me tell you why. God allows it because we allowed it. We allow it. All right? So quit blaming God and look at yourself. You know, we've allowed these things to take place. All right? So, and because of all this, God stepped in and did something about all of this with the birth of a new Adam, with the birth of Jesus, uh, the, uh, a new creation, and a new man, including everything that took place before the cross, at the cross, and after the cross, making available a new birth, a new nature, a new man, a new creation, a new humanity. All right? And that's where, when I did the first part, I was teaching on man being the author, the originator of his own death and demise. And then right at the end, what came out of my mouth, because I wasn't planning on doing part two, what I came, what I said was that we needed a new man. And I said, oh, there you go. Then I have to do a part two. Because God did not leave us alone with man being the author of death, of his own death and demise. No, he did something about it. Thank God. He didn't have to. He didn't have to. He wasn't obligated. No, no, because that would take away grace and mercy. No. All right. So let's look at some key verses uh, regarding all of this, regarding a new Adam, uh, God giving us a new Adam, a new creation, a new humanity, a new man. Because of the, the first man, Adam, he fell. All right. So and we looked at that last time that Adam had a son or had sons and daughters in his own image. Not in God's image, Genesis 5-3, a fallen image, uh, an image with the sin and death nature in it, all right? An image void of God's image, all right? So now God has to reinstate his own image back onto the planet with a new race, with a new Adam. And that's what we're going to look at here real quickly. So let's start with, we all know this one, John 1, 14, regarding the incarnation. That was the beginning. That's the beginning of the new, of a new man, of a new race, of a new Adam, a new creation. All right. So, and the word, God, the word became flesh, became human, incarnate, became the new man, the new Adam, right? And tabernacled among us and we saw his glory, such glory as only begotten son receives from his father, full of grace, uh, favor, loving kindness and truth, full of grace and truth. All right. It's interesting it doesn't say full of love. It's full of grace and truth. God told me one time, truth uh, tr truth trumps trumps love. All right? Because we make a lot about God's love, and that's true. We make a lot about walking in love, but what about truth? All right? Well, Jesus is the truth. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of the truth, and God's word is thy truth. All right? So we have the incarnation, John 1, 14. That's the beginning. That's the beginning of this New man, because of the, uh, the last man is dead in his trespasses, right? Let's move on to Ephesians 2.15. This is a great verse. By abolishing in his own crucified flesh, talking about Jesus at the cross, the enmity caused by the law with his decrees and ordinances, talking about the Jews here, which he annulled that he, Jesus, from the two Jews and Gentiles, might create in himself, in himself, this is important here, one new man, right? Because of the first man, right? He's dead. 
He's dead. Spiritually, he's dead. All right? So now God gave us a new man through Jesus Christ. All right? One new quality of humanity or one new humanity out of the two, out of the Jews and the Gentiles. So making peace. So that's why Paul, many times we see that there's no Jews, no Gentiles in Christ. There is none of that. That's all gone. That's all gone. You're a new creation. That's what Paul says. You're a new creation. Right? He says that in Galatians. He says that in many places. All right? So put your, put your nations. Put your nations. And uh, just want to make a mention too on our podcast. Uh, from the last statistics I look, we're, we're really growing, but we still have the main listenership is still in Taiwan. Still in Taiwan. So put your nations. Praise be to God. Clear teaching. Glory be to God. Amen, 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 amen. But put your nations. Nations, please. I love to see nations. I like to see where people are listening. All right. So let's move on here to 1 Corinthians 15. 21 to 22. This is very important here. Very important here. All right. Uh, for since it was through a man that death came into the world. So that covers a little bit what we touched on at the beginning of this teaching, but also part one. Death came into the world. It is also through a new man that the resurrection of the dead has come. So now we've got the new man, old man, and the new man specifically. Verse 22, for just as because of our their union of nature in Adam, the first Adam in his fallen state, all people die spiritually dead. Everybody, I don't care who you are. I don't care what religion you follow. You're dead spiritually until you're born again. People die. Also, also by virtue of their union of nature shall all in Christ the new Adam be made alive. Yeah, and in Christ... When he rose, the whole human race rose. When he, when he died, he died for every human being, past, present, and future. So positionally, he rose for everybody. All right? So positionally, everybody's saved. Positionally. Positionally only. Positionally. I'm not teaching on universal salvation here. No, 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 no. Positionally, everybody's saved. But now they got to hear it, and they have to receive it. All right? Because if they don't, uh, they're going into hell for eternity. All right? So, let's move on here to 1 Corinthians 15. Uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 45, and then 47 to 49. Thus it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being, an individual personality. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit, restoring the dead to life. Amplified. 47, the first man from was from the earth, made of dust, earthly-minded. The second man is the Lord from out of heaven. That's right. Now those who are made of the dust are like him, the first Adam, who was first made of dust. And as it is the new man from heaven, so also are those who are of heaven, heavenly-minded, those who are born of the Spirit. Jesus talked about to Nicodemus, born from above. Well, where above? The ceiling? No. Heaven. That's where our citizenship is, right? We're seated with Christ, right? We're seated with Christ at the right hand of God in the heavenly places, right? And just as we born the image of the man of dust, the fallen image, the fallen image, the fallen image, so shall we and so let us also bear the image of the man of heaven. All right? 
So once you're born again, you have the image of God in your spirit, your recreated spirit. You have it. You've got it. All right. It's holy, blameless, beyond reproach. But that image has to be transferred over into your soul, your sense man, through mind renewal. All right. So I wrote here, this is why I teach so much about the first Adam in his original state, as well as his fallen state, in contrast with the second, the last, and the new Adam, regarding those who are still in union with the first Adam in his fallen state and those who are now in union with the second Adam. So basically, it, those who are still in union with the first Adam, they're part of that family, all right? And then once you're born again, once you're in union with the second Adam, now you're part of the family of God. Talks about that in Ephesians and other places, but especially in Ephesians, we're the household of God, all right? We're the family, we're part of the family of God. Jesus is the firstborn of that family. He's the firstborn son from the dead, all right? He becomes our elder brother, all right? He's our Lord, he's our Savior, but in his humanity, he's our elder brother, all right? He's the first to be born in that family because it's a new family. The new man, the new creation is a new family upon this earth. And we're part of that new family once we get born again. Amen? Amen. So I got to I gotta wrap it up here. It was kind of short, but uh, I got to make these short. I have to make these short because I, I, I have other work to do. So I appreciate, I appreciate those who are listening and those who get something out of this. And uh, like I said, thank you for those who are watching, especially my uh, viewers from, um, from Pakistan, Asia. Uh, we have those from Africa, lots from Africa and Asia. Basically, that's my, those are my, um, those who are following this missionary prize at this time. Basically, basically, it's from Africa and uh, from Asia, all right? Don't have a lot from Europe and even don't have a lot from North America, but that's okay. That's all going to change. Uh, with time, uh, because the Lord gave me that word that the nations will open up to you because of my healing power. All right. So I want to thank you. And as I always finish my videos now, I encourage you to learn what it takes to walk in the fullness of your sonship, your sonship, uh, because in order, and you do that by walk, by learning to walk in the fullness of the grace of God, as well as the faith of God, because it's faith, we have access to the grace of God, right? That's how you get saved. You got saved by grace, but you got to believe it, right? We're saved by faith, right? So, and the more you walk in the grace of God, the more you're going to walk in your divine sonship, all right? So I want to thank you once again. I got to go. Some of you are coming on just now, but there's nothing I can do about it. The video is going to be posted. You can watch it again. So I want to thank you. And shalom and amen.